Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hello there, I'm Joel Brzezinski with Mike Kapler. This week's Growing in Grace podcast at growingingrace.org. As always, thank you for coming along with us. Uh, you can um, sit back, relax. Maybe you're... Uh, walking around, doing some housework, driving in a car, doing whatever you're doing. And uh, either way, we're so glad that uh, you've uh, chosen to take some time with us because what we do here, we consider it to be good news that we share, and we're hoping that you you receive it as good news. A lot of people around the world don't necessarily... Well, now with the internet, a lot more people are able to hear this. And so it's it's really wonderful. And I have a friend who uh, just recently spent a week, or 10 days or so in Africa, in I think it's Tanzania, declaring the message of the gospel <laughs> that they are free in Jesus Christ, not through what they have done, but through what he has accomplished on their behalf. He's happy with them. He's pleased with them because of what Christ has done. They were receiving this in an amazing way. He just said uh, he had a really great time declaring the gospel, sharing this good news with people who were so happy uh, to receive it. And so that's wonderful. It's, it's, that's a wonderful thing and that he was able to do that. We do this thing on the Internet. We don't have to physically go to Africa or anywhere else in the world, but maybe you're listening in Africa, maybe you're listening in Australia, maybe you're listening somewhere in Europe. We have uh, heard from people in all four corners of the world. Uh, So we're so happy that you've come along, and and do feel free to drop us a line at growingandgrace.org. You can find contact information, also social media information, how you can get connected with us there. So uh, here we are once again doing the Growing and Grace podcast. I love it, Joel. Uh, I never would have dreamed that you and I would be speaking to, uh, you know, tens of thousands of people through a podcast where they could hear us around the world with an internet connection. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not sure if I ever shared this on the air before, but I think I told you one time a while back, I had this memory pop up where as a child, uh, I got saved at a, a relatively young age. I think it was around the age of 10. So within a year or so of that, I remember getting a tape recorder out with cassette tapes because cassette tapes were kind of kind of new technology back then <laughs> in the early 70s. Uh-huh. Uh, they were becoming a very popular choice of media. And uh, I remember, and I don't know where I got this idea, maybe because I received a tape in the mail from some ministry. I, I don't know. Even at that young age, I may have corresponded with uh, Billy Graham Ministries or something like that. But I got a tape recorder out, and I began to speak into it as if I were teaching the Bible. And Mm -hmm. I envisioned my neighborhood friends listening to it. I never put it out there, but I just had this memory pop up about that. And and here we are, Joel, after (laughs) all these years of doing this podcast, it it just kind of brought back memories because even before we started doing this, um, when I went to radio school for all of three months (laughs) before I quit, and ended up doing radio anyway after that, they would make us speak into a tape recorder for a half hour a day just to get used to talking 
read a book or something into it. And I think the teachers would just spot check it to make sure we were doing that. And so it's just interesting how, how things play out the way that they do. So we've been talking about the Bible and how some things may not always apply directly to us who are believers in Christ inside of this new and better covenant that took the place of the previous old covenant the Jewish people were under. And so if you want to go back a program or two, please do that. But I think we want to follow up on this. And by the way, you can find us at growingandgrace.org, growingandgrace.org. And you'll find those past programs there with the newest ones listed at the top. Um, But I want to make sure that we clarify some things that we've been talking about because one thing I, I, I may have mentioned, but I want to I want to elaborate on it a little bit more in, in, in John chapter five, you see, because you understand for anybody who's been listening to us here on this podcast, anybody who knows us, we love the scriptures. We absolutely th- love them and, and we don't think they should be tossed aside no matter what it is they're communicating. It's just that we need to put them in the proper context. And um, I just think there are a lot of Look, our our understanding of the written word is not perfect. Now, this thing that we call the Bible with the scriptures in it, it is profitable for us. It teaches us in, in God's righteousness. We do agree that all scripture has been given by inspiration of God. I don't think that necessarily means everything was inspired by God. In other words, there are some things that were said by people under the old covenant that wouldn't be true today under the new. Or here's a good example. The Bible says uh, Jesus has a demon. But who said that? It was the Pharisees. <laughs> God didn't inspire them to say that, but they, it's true that they said it, you understand. So the word is truth. The word is really Jesus Christ, but we have this thing called the written word as well. And in John chapter 5, Jesus talking to some some Jewish people he says, and the father who sent me has himself borne witness about me. His voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen, and you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent, referring to himself. You search, now catch this, uh, John five thirty nine. you search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life, and it is they that bear witness about me, yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. So you see, sometimes, and he goes on here to say some interesting things for the rest of that chapter, and basically accuse these Jewish people, Pharisees, or whoever may have been in that crowd, if you had believed Moses at the end of this chapter, if you had believed Moses, you would have believed me. So he's accusing them of not only believing in him, but that they didn't believe in the law. Um, And that, that was probably quite an insult. But what I'm saying here, Joel, I want to get this back to you here, is that sometimes we've got to be just a little bit careful about elevating the good book above the person to whom the writings bear witness. It all comes down to Jesus, the new life that we have through him and his spirit living in us. Yes, that's, you know, that's absolutely true. That's really what it comes down to. It's wonderful to know the scriptures. People learn the scriptures, people memorize the scriptures, and uh, people dig into the scriptures. The theologians who parse the scriptures and do all kinds of things, compare and contrast, and that's that can all be good stuff. So never let it be said that we're against the scriptures or that we're saying, put your Bibles down, just ignore what your Bible says. We're never saying anything like that. 
We're saying, of course, that Jesus Christ is the one that it's all about. The scriptures testify of him. So in your Bible reading, in your understanding of the scriptures, let it point you, let it lead you to the person, the living being, the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ. Like you were reading there, Jesus said, you're not willing to come to me. It reminds me of when Jesus said, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you a Bible. I will give you scriptures. No, I will give you rest. Again, nothing wrong with the scriptures, but what we, we in Christ, we find rest. We don't just find a bunch of instructions. We don't find you know Bible things to do. We find actual rest. You know, Jesus uh, said, let the little children come to me. It's about him. Let them come to him. It's all about him. Paul, you know, talk, when he was talking about, last week I mentioned how he had, the things that were gained to him, he counted as loss. His um, blamelessness that he, re, uh, regarding the righteousness which is in the law, the so-called blamelessness that he had, he said, what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. And he said the whole thing, this is what it's all about. I count it all rubbish that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. But he wanted to be found in Christ. That's it. It's it's all about Jesus. Again, we don't want to just give lip service to this idea that, yeah, it's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. But it really is. It really is. All of our scripture studying, all of our Bible studies, all of our podcasts, all of any, you go, when you go to church, when you talk about the, the scriptures with your friends, with your family, with other church people, let the goal be to know Jesus Christ. Let it be to point you to the, the reality of the fact that you are in him and he is in you. I, I you know, think back 1,500 years ago. A thousand years, five hundred years ago, how many people had a Bible? <laughs> <You know? Right>. Yeah, <laughs> we, people didn't live by the Bible, and even today, with this, this thing we call the Bible, even within Christianity, even sometimes w- within close knit groups, we we have all of these very different perspectives and and opinions and doctrines that get formed, and it's resulted into, I mean, literally thousands of denominations because we just divide up. Um, that's what denominations are. They're, they're di- divided opinions a- about this, about these pages within what we call the Bible. And so I just encourage you that, um, and, and, and don't forget about all, all of those outsiders who, who don't even subscribe necessarily to the Christianity that we would think of. People who have showed up at my door before quoting some of the same Bible verses that I use, but they have an entirely different message, an entirely different perspective and agenda. It's not Jesus Christ, even though it may come across that way to some extent. It's very different. And so you can use the Bible in lots of different ways because our understanding of it isn't perfect, and there are a lot of things to try to work through on it. But the the Scripture doesn't really even say where there's a lot that's said about the word, and as Joel said, we're, we're not diminishing any of that, but really the, the word ultimately 
I know there is this written word that we refer to, but the word ultimately is Jesus Christ. He has always been, and he, the word, was manifested and dwelt among us. But that's kind of another story for another day. But I, I think that the thing about the scriptures to keep in mind is that the Bible don't misunderstand us. Please keep in mind everything that we've said so far. The Bible, this thing that we call the Bible, isn't meant to be our ultimate guide. The Spirit, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit who lives in us would be the one who would guide us into all truth. That's right. And that perfectly leads me to what I just realized I'd like to end with here as time runs out here. Um, Jesus said, if anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, I'm, I'm reading from John 7, by the way, he who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. And so he was referring to the scripture, the old covenant scriptures that to foretold of this. If anyone thirsts, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scriptures has said, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. It's all about knowing Jesus Christ and the Spirit himself living in us, the Spirit who we receive when we believe upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.